Ramble Podcast. You get a release date, you get a release date, everybody gets a release date. We've got release dates coming out the wazoo. Not only that, but we've got other news concerning Pokemon Masters, Pokemon Go, and much, much more. Yes, this is the Poke Rumble Podcast, episode 46, with me, your host, Kamail, and joining me, as always, is the frontier brain himself, the one that's shrouded in luck like nobody can believe. He preaches about egg bonds, and he's a simple Cynthia. It's Amit. We edit that last bit out. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> uh, your um, Honor, I, good. I did good. not have that, any dude. relations with that Pokemaster woman. <laughs> dude, that was a snappy introduction. Well thank done, you. you. Thank you, thank you. That Speaking was of snappy, this is episode 46. Welcome to episode Paris. Let's see what I did there. Um, <laughs> um, so I've, I've got... Uh, Paris is a special Pokemon to me. And not because it's Paris. It's because when I was in Shinjuku two years ago at this point, nay, tell a lie, three years ago at this point, um, 2018, um, I met a person um, in a pizza shop called Paris, and he was a good friend. Um, so yeah, now whenever I think about the Pokemon, I think about my time at the pizza shop in Shinjuku, and I put the two and two together. And uh, yeah. Nice. So, Paris, Paris. Yeah, you can tell I've been on the shrooms. Sorry, I'll stop with the puns. Um, <laughs> lots of uh, lots of interesting things about Paris. Uh, did you know the mushrooms on its back uh, are called Tachukazo or Tachukasu, uh, which are actually real um, caterpillar fungi um, that are parasitic in nature and replace the host tissue uh, with the, the spores that grow? Do you know what? It kind of makes so much sense now when you look at... Um... Um, God, it's just gone out of my head. Parasects um, evolution, the parasites yes. evolution, because um, like its eyes are white. So like, is that like a reference to the parasite taking over? Who knows? I mean, it's certainly implied that the as it evolves, the the parasite seems to win because it gets a lot bigger and it's predominantly the feature of parasite's body. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's super interesting that actually. Even from the original games, from um, Red and Blue, uh, these mushrooms were referred to uh, throughout, and they are—they're real life mushrooms. It's not a Pokemon thing. <laughs> um, and qu- quick question: Do you know what color shiny Parasect is? Uh, I do not, off the top of my head. Let's have a look. I'm looking it up. It's like a gold color. Is it? So in in ruby, sorry, in gold, silver, and crystal, it yeah. was like a gold. And then in later games, it's like an orange, bright orange. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, there's a lot of Pokemon that I have not seen the shiny of before. And um, Parasect is one of those. Yeah, really it's, like a, it's like a very reddish orange. And mm. the mushroom changes color to like green with pink spots. It's pretty cute. Who, who invited Super Mario into this? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, Paris is a cool Pokemon. Um, it's quirky in a, it's quirky in a number of ways. So it's actually referred to in various Pokedex entries as being uh, a bug Pokemon, uh, and in Ruby and Sapphire, that was actually originally released as it being a bug Pokemon, and then replaced with bug slash grass Pokemon. Uh, and then in the remakes, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they go back to bug Pokemon, uh, even though Paris is dual type uh, bug and grass. Hmm. Uh, but what's super interesting is that I think it's it's kind of Lore as being a bug type is is a bit awash because even Misty in the anime uh, wasn't scared of Paris, despite being famously afraid of all bug types. Mm. So, no, it can't be. Yeah. Hmm. This has been some shenanigans, you know. <laughs> Someone it's like, oh, actually, do you remember we were having that discussion a couple of weeks ago about Aoi and um how they got confused with blue and green yes. when Aoi's actually blue. Uh, but then sometimes translated as green and stuff like that. I'll tell you why that is, and I only just found this out yesterday. It's because you know the traffic lights in Japan? Yes. When it goes to green, they call it Aoi. <laughs> so, even though oh, it's green. how interesting. So that's probably why that was. <laughs> how is, interesting. Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah. 
that's the weird random fact that I found out yesterday. <laughs> uh, final, final weird random fact: mm. uh, Paris and its evolution, Parasect, remain the only Pokemon to have ever had a four times weakness to poison. Blimey, that is that is surprising. Oh, sorry, no, not a, sorry. I've I've read that wrong. Not a four times weakness to poison. A four times weakness to three different types at once. So poison, fire, and flying. Uh, are all four times effective to it in Generation 1. Yeah, because what Rebombi would have been probably four times weak to thing as well, isn't it? No, Rebombi's bug. No, so bug was weak to poison in the original games, yeah. and then after Gen 2 and onwards, it's not. Mm. Um, but it's the only Pokemon to have ever had three times four weaknesses. Feels bad, man. Feels bad. It's almost as being like defensively bad as Ice is. I hope yeah, they, it's not, it's not they the buff best. Ice one day. It deserves to have like a defensive buff. Well, Ice Ice had a place in the upper echelons because it was the only thing that could reliably take out Dragonite. Mm. Um, so like Articuno and other Ice types were paramount because it had a four times strength against pretty much every dragon yeah, in the game. Offensively, Ice typing's great, but just defensively, trying to without like Aurora Veil, you're yeah, good luck. You know, I think Generation Five was the first game that had a dragon type that wasn't absolutely four times weak to ice like yeah. i know that like dratini and dragon did but evolutions obviously uh are four times weak mm -hmm. and haxorus was well, the first you had you had dialga and palkia didn't you where they're they're not like four times either true and i guess kingdra wasn't four times either mm. um, god i remember but... going up to kingdra in like when i was a kid and be like how the hell do i beat this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it only had one weakness. Mm. It was real difficult. Mm. Um, but there you are, a little uh, little tour of Paris and its mushrooms. Amazing, amazing. This is might be my my new favorite segment now. Just like randomly talking about a Pokemon and like all its quirks and stuff like that. Um, before we move on, I think just a bit of housekeeping. Uh, basically, we're going to be moving YouTube channels, and I don't know how long it's going to take to get everything up and running for YouTube again. So for the meanwhile, um, for the short term. Um, You'll be only be able to find us on uh, Anchor for the moment, Spotify, all that kind of good stuff. Um, we'll let you know once you know we've got a new YouTube channel. Uh, we've had some problems with logins and whatever. So, yep, YouTube's dead, dead in the water. Goodbye, YouTube. It's been great. Um, That's but, a platform, YouTube. This is it. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got a fresh start now. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, we'll slowly be re-uploading our back catalog onto that new YouTube channel, and hopefully, we'll be uh, up to speed no pun intended for this release title um at some point but just to let you know yeah you'll be having to listen to us on audio for the main part or watching the archives on twitch so yeah uh with and and i guess to, to add to that also our email address has now changed you can email us at thepokyramble at gmail.com that's amazing thepokyramble amazing yeah. um so with that we shall move on to our first ever segment no not first we're moving on Hey, I'm Kamel, I'm 27, um, and I'm here to get some release dates. Yep, it's speed release dating. Um, have you got any idea why I've called it speed release dating? I'm, I'm assuming because we've had a whole bunch of them come out at the same time, and it's a play on speed dating, which is why you said, hey, I'm Kamel, I'm 27. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it took a long time for that to click, and in that, in that split second, I was like, is he coming on to me? <laughs> <laughs> Is that hey, what this is? If I get all that luck by being with you, fair enough, man. I'm willing to take a couple uh, of bullets. Don't tell Sophie. That. Yeah. <laughs> don't let Sophie hear this. So yeah, we've got two release dates. Um, one being the Diamond Pearl remakes on the 19th of November. We'll talk about that. We'll come back to that in a minute. But more interestingly is the uh, Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus release date, which now has been confirmed as January 28th, uh, 2022. Yeah, um, and boy, did the internet not... Uh, pull any punches about being anxious about that date so amit my question to you is when they said originally that it'll be coming out early 2022 did you ever in your wildest imagination expect it to be january <laughs> no and, and i think the the biggest reason for that it's, it's not actually my reaction to seeing how polished or finished the gameplay was i think it's just normally the pokemon company tried to put releases uh, at specific times in the you know in various months and with the, the anniversary of the franchise being in february i just assumed it would be a natural tie-in to go hey look our big you know our big new venture is going to release 
on our anniversary or around then, it's a super big deal. And maybe for the anniversary, we'll do some promotional stuff around it. It felt like a very easy package to bundle up. And I would have totally forgiven them for uh, end of February being considered early 2021. Oh, sorry, 2022. I would have said that was fine. Um, but hey, we're getting it sooner. And I'm Dude, not complaining. I was thinking April at the earliest, you know, at the very earliest when they said early 2022 for it. So for it to be like January 2022 blew my mind. Um, uh, we'll talk about, you know, some more stuff in a second, but have a look at that box artwork, dude. How amazing it's, is that? It's so nice to see the three new starters, not new starters, new starters uh, on the box art. And just that, you know, it's it's for me, it's the, the fact that there's so much happening in the mid-ground between there and Mount Coronet. And that's obviously where a lot of the game is, is in these big open spaces. People have talked about it being, you know, a Breath of the Wild come Pokemon. Uh, I can't wait to see the environment. Um, so on that artwork cover, you can see a Bidoof, can't you? I mean, Bidoof should be over Mount Coronet as the, the god of all Pokemon, but I'll forgive it for being Mike wazowski it's fine. So, um, a good friend of mine on Twitter, uh, Matt Grover at Game Guy Grover, had pointed out that Bidoof has been given the Mike Wazowski treatment. Yep. <laughs> oh, and this man. actually might be like one of my favorite things of all time now. Like, I hope this becomes a recurring joke now. Like, Bidoof has had his time in the sun. Let, let it have the Mike Wazowski treatment for a little while, you know? Um, we've seen other memes as well where we, we've had the. Um, sort of like olden pokemon trainer saying like in the future you'll be a hm slave and the beauty of being very confused by it all <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really like the box artwork it's, it's so clean and, and just so beautiful looking and like the art style of it as well it just it looks phenomenal it looks absolutely phenomenal but here, here here's the here's the thing now i was really worried when they said it's coming out january 28th um because i know they've been working on it for a while but you know that little splice they gave us it looked rough as all hell now i've heard on the internet that that sort of um part of the game that they showed off Did was from a so, sorry you're fine you're fine go oh no i was gonna say it's from like a december 2021 release build so you know i don't know how much how much working they've done on it in the past few months but hopefully when it comes out next year it will be running smoothly and actually it leads me on to this this other little tidbit as to why we got these release dates out of absolutely nowhere is because apparently um we are expecting a nintendo switch pro announcement imminently before e3 um and so perhaps they've they've given these release dates ahead of the announcement of the switch pro it would be it would be really interesting um i, I mean i obviously i i assume this game cannot be a Switch Pro exclusive, but I'd be really interested to see the difference spec-wise in how the this game will run on Switch Pro versus Switch. Because I've been, I mean, so I've been playing a lot of uh, new Pokemon Snap, I tell you about it all the time, and it's really interesting playing that game handheld and then switching to docked. Pokemon Snap is the first game where I've gone, this is really not slick enough um, for my TV. Um, just the the frame rate I wasn't always, high enough. Yeah, I always find that like docking on TV for some reason it looks worse on TV than it does on like a handheld screen for me. I think it does because it's upscaling. It's at the very least it's upscaling 1080 to 4K from my TV. But I think I think because the handheld is native 720, obviously it's going to look better in 720 on a smaller screen than 1080 on a screen that's designed to be 4K. Hmm. And to be honest, I mean, I think it's not unreasonable to say, you know, most people nowadays have at the very least uh, a 1080p display. Uh, most people probably have a 4K TV at this point. Yeah, I think now when you when you go about shopping for a TV, like um, if you've got it to spare, about 300, 400 pounds now um, for a 4K yeah. TV. Um, yeah, Black Friday last year, the, the entry point for 4K TVs was, I think, 279 in the UK, which is not expensive at all. No, I think, yeah, I think it's going to get to that point now, whilst AK is, I think it's going to take a long while for AK to become, like, the standard, but, you know, that's starting to creep in now. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly, I was slightly apprehensive seeing that release date for Legends Arceus, but now that i'm connecting it to the switch pro as well i'm thinking okay it might make a bit more sense and 
Um, the, two I things, the two things I think we should say in credit to the original trailer that we saw is one, the gameplay didn't itself, like the actual core gameplay didn't look terrible. Like everything was moving pretty well. Uh, characters were animated properly. Textures were probably the biggest issue. Yeah, it and looked I think, a bit dark to me for the most part. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like I feel like that's an aesthetic that is is much more easily worked on than the fundamental animations of characters, the movement, the model designs. For me, textures then it's obviously obviously not an afterthought, but it's something that is more easily remedied. And I look to games like Skyrim, where things like texture packs make such a difference to that game. Mm. I'm sure with a bit of investment in the texture qualities in, in Legends Arceus, it will come across as a much more finished and clean product. Mm. Um, but it was really interesting off the back of um, these release dates, um, people were talking about this obviously being a, a parallel to Breath of the Wild for Pokemon, uh, and then pulled up side-by-side -side screenshots of the texture quality in Breath of the Wild versus Sword and Shield. Um, and obviously I recognize that this is not the same product as Sword and Shield, but I honestly couldn't believe how stunning things looked in Breath of the Wild. It was a tree trunk. That's what they were comparing. Oh, Breath yeah, of the Wild been one versus... for a long time. That's been a stick to beat Sword and Shield with for a long time. And I and I hope yeah. that I hope that the team working on Legends Arceus hold themselves up to that kind of a standard where they go, that was best in class. That came out three years ago, maybe four at this point. What can we do to better it? It's no secret that Game Freak haven't been working to a high enough standard for themselves. Um, and I, you know, whether or not that's down to staffing or, or whatever, you know, with the kind of resources that they have, they should be doing a hell of a lot better. Um, and, you know, I, I say this from a place that, you know, of like, you know, wanting better for the Pokemon franchise. You know, I you, you, me and you have both played, you know, more hours than most people on these games, you know. So I think, you know, I, I think we can be critical of it by the same time. Be like, you know, they're still good games, but they need to be better. Yeah, and especially when you consider that it is, by a country mile, the biggest um, product that Game Freak are working on. Mm. And don't get me wrong, Game Freak have produced a couple of other titles in, in recent years. I yeah, know they yeah, put out Little Town Hero. Yeah, yeah but, but that's the thing, right? Nothing is going to be bigger for them than this, ever. Probably. Yeah. Well, the, um, the very fact that they're, they're, they're giving, you know, the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl games to another team and saying, you know what, you deal with this, we just have to focus on that, maybe is a good sign. I mean, just on that point, uh, the other thing that was... Uh, all over the internet when the Diamond and Pearl release uh, and the posters that we can now see came came to life uh, is the texture quality on Dialga and Palkia. It's you are so detailed. That. That's like... <laughs> you are pretty to go that. That's in the actual game and I don't think there's a chance like, in hell. The image, the image that's on our screen, Dialga's got like taste buds, individually modeled taste buds on his tongue. Palkia's got fur to the nth degree of detail. Don't get me wrong, that might be too detailed for the main game, but it's just impressive to see a studio put the time in. Mm. And I've never seen even promotional material for the original Diamond and Pearl. Like, it never blew my mind graphically, and just looking at those two images for the promotional art made me excited again for what they might be doing aesthetically in this game. Do you remember when uh, dinosaurs had feathers? It's a bit like Palkia, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Um, so that's um, I don't know if you've got anything else to add about Pokemon Legends Arceus at all and its release date uh, no we can move on to uh, Pearl and Diamond that's a weird way of introducing them but yeah hey, uh, yeah. Which, which one of the two are you getting for me I always look at the version exclusives uh, and if they mirror the original version exclusives then I'll probably end up getting uh, Diamond yeah, I'm. I'm. So I'm gonna get one digitally as usual, and I'll get one physically. And I think um, probably get diamond physically, and then pearl digitally. Um, and I've taken ten days off <laughs> as soon as the release dates were announced. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> so we kind of knew it was gonna be around you know October, November time. Yeah. So it's not a massive surprise that we've got this. Um, I, I straight away as soon as they like show you messaged me like Kumel, have you seen this? I'm like, wait, what? They just out of nowhere, just like here, release date. Like, oh my yeah, god, no what? fanfare, no announcement. Yeah. Just like I thought we'd missed a Pokemon Direct. Mm. Like the the amount of stuff that came out of of nowhere, release dates, box arts, uh, promotional images. 
I assumed I'd missed a, a Pokemon Presents. We're still presents. due one as well. So let's let's see what happens. Uh, we're still due one, especially because June's coming up. Well, uh, and also, I mean, to be fair, the Pokemon Company haven't announced their biggest game for 2021 yet. We'll come, come on to that later in the show. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's um, an inside joke that no one other than regular listeners will get. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, no, um, Diamond and Pearl, yeah, I booked 10 days off and I rang my boss straight away and she was like, oh, it's for the Pokemon games, isn't it? I'm like, damn, she remembered, because like, it's I, real, yeah. It's real bad when your boss knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, because I remember telling her, oh yeah, yeah, the, the Pokemon company announced these new Pokemon games, I can't wait, I'm going to take some weeks off, like, so she remembered, like, oh, it's Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah, but all my colleagues always laugh at me when I mentioned, you know, yeah, I'm taking some time off of Pokemon, oh look, I'm going outside to play some Pokemon, yeah, and meeting some friends to uh, do a raid in Pokemon, they just all like, shake their heads, and like, you know what, this is, this is the, the cards I've, I've been dealt with, I'm going to roll with it. Straight. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, my my big question to you is, before we move on, with these release dates, what the hell are Game Freak gonna do for the fall of twenty twenty two, or what are they gonna do for the following fall of twenty twenty three? I mean, the the two the two things that spring to mind that no one is talking about is a Let's Go sequel. So let's go Johto or equivalent, um, or DLC. Uh, they feel like the two easy answers. Um, a DLC for. For... To be honest, it could. Uh, my assumption is Legends Arceus because I feel like that's got more opportunity for it. But depending on what Diamond and Pearl release with, they could add a, a an Omega episode. They could do all sorts of things. I'll probably come back to you in another episode and ask you what does a Pokemon Legends RCS DLC look like? So get your head thinking about that All for right. a future episode. But uh, until then, we shall move on to our very next segment. And I say, what's Pokemon going on? So There's so much Pokemon going on. Is there? It seems like it. Uh, so Pokemon Go Fest. I'm very pleased about this. We're getting these costume Pikachus during Go Fest. I think you get to choose one or the other. Uh, we'll get more yep. details later. But the ticket is only £5, and I'm very pleased about that. We're no longer being charged up the wazoo for these events. You know, £5 yeah, is a, a very good, a decent price. price. We haven't had, you know, much, um, you know, not microtransactions, but much, you know, much things to charge us money for so i'm quite happy with that five pound price and i'll i'll happily jump uh onto getting one of those for myself rockstar or pop idol pikachu oh rockstar absolutely correct answer yeah yeah there, there was only one correct answer um, she looks badass wait what they're both oh, female oh yes you're right yeah 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 i was like wait what yeah yeah you're right you're right um, all costume pikachus are female what else is happening um, it's gonna be the new season, the season of discovery, uh, where you know Deerling will be out and about. Um, you'll be getting more Pokemon like Alolan Diglett, Star, U Cyphers, Trico, Torchic, Mudkip, Sableye, Barboach, Homebee, uh, Petalil, Deerling Summer in the Northern Hemisphere, and in the Southern Hemisphere, so your Australians and whatnot, you'll be getting Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Volpix, Shelder, Lickitung, Chimeco, Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplop, Deerling Winter, and Kupchu appearing more often. I appreciate that they are splitting the hemispheres for the seasons. It's very, very, very smart. Um, That's good. I was, um, I was talking to my friend Ben uh, because I heard that Taskmaster New Zealand is getting a new series in winter. 2021 and i was like i was so disappointed i was like oh winter 2020 you're gonna have to wait till like december for it and then that's when ben reminded me no we have yeah, our winter imminent. now <laughs> like oh imminent. yeah so i'm i'm very very happy um coming to raids uh very boring time actually uh reggie rock regice reggie steel uh so knock yourselves out with those uh my friend did tell me that niantic are going to be doing some sort of surprise so whether or not that means reggie gigas or new reggies or even shiny reggie gigas who knows um so you know stay tuned yeah, they've got that. two options to choose from yeah yeah could just do both yeah, split by hemisphere who knows um galarian uh ponytail uh compensation so there's going to be like compensation for shiny uh galarian ponytail 
which means you're going to get tons of research and more Galarian Ponytar appearing in 7km eggs. Um, and that's happening from tomorrow, so look forward to that for a week. Megalopunny is going to be in Mega Raids uh, tomorrow for a week. Uh, we've got the June Breakthrough Research, a research breakthrough, which is uh, Clam Pearl. Um, yep, that's all to say. And actually, the big one, the exciting one, the one that I think you should be probably getting yourself on, is Gibble Community Day uh, happening next week, Sunday. Uh, we talked about it last week, but just a reminder next week, Sunday, Gibble Community Day, it's going to learn Earth Power, and you definitely want to uh, get yourself a few of those because this is one of the rarest shinies in the game currently. Um, so, yeah. Also, Mega, uh, Mega Garchomp Shiny looks awesome. Um, and Mega Slowbro is going to be appearing from next Tuesday so not this Tuesday coming but the Tuesday after that so just to let you know if no one got Amit's joke it's basically that um, it's basically that uh, Mega Garchomp just basically looks the same not Mega Garchomp so shiny, shiny Garchomp basically looks the same as regular Garchomp um, he's like he's the pink Power Ranger Oh, the mega one is yeah, but regular it looks just looks the same. Just like it a, looks similar, but yeah. the mega one is like the pink Power yeah. Ranger come to life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but talking of things coming to life, we'll move on to our next segment. So you want to be a master, Pokemon Masters? Oh, I've messed that up. Hey, there's new there's new like pairs in Pokemon Masters. There's so many new pairs of Pokemon Masters. Um, Holy moly. So we're going to go in detail with, with these ones next week. Um, and we'll do the same for Archie, who's now going to be in the game from tomorrow with Maxi, who's in the game today. Um, but there's this new Battle Point tier reward system. Do you want to talk to the people about that? So to, I guess, add some progression for players who've been playing for a long time, uh, there is now a Battle Point tier system uh, where various missions and battles can earn you battle points you can uh, redeem those for actually some fantastic prizes uh, guaranteed five star pairs uh, so tickets for those um, five star power ups candy coins uh, and also uh, brand new uh, exchange vouchers called BP exchange vouchers uh, which you can use to trade for uh, for uh, brand new four star sync pairs and two five star sync pairs who are both master fairs. Dude, super, super look exciting. At these rewards. This is what we've been talking about. Um, but someone added it up, someone added up all the rewards uh, on Reddit. It, it's basically like, it's incredible. There's, there's also generic five star coins in there, which is unheard of. Damn. The yellow ones, yes. Damn, that's yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, do you want to talk about so so you know we're getting pairs like Morty and Miss Magius, Zinni and Salamence, Erica and Tangela. Uh, who else have we got? We got Raichu. Yeah, yeah, like, dude. Oh, man, it's it's a good time to be a Pokemon fan. It's it's nice for two reasons. It's nice, I think, on one side because sync pairs who didn't necessarily have their signature Pokemon are now getting their signature Pokemon. Lieutenant Surge, Erica, you know, all uh, well associated with the Pokemon they're now going to have as their BP pairs. Uh, even Miss Magius and uh, Morty to some extent as well. Um, Give they've all Gengar, got you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> they've all got Synchrids, which is also incredible. Um, because even just basic synchros, which, you know, there's nothing too stunning in them, it's still better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes some of these pairs very viable. Um, they fill some good gaps in the free-to-play world as well. So uh, Dire Hit All Plus, um, or an equivalent uh, on at least two of the pairs. Morty and Miss Magius can give your entire team plus six defense and plus six special defense, which is, again, a very hard thing to do. Um, really useful sync pairs. For free indeed i'm very happy about it um and you just want to remind the people how they can get these these battle point pairs currently yeah so you can um you can earn battle points for certain missions uh so the new missions in the game today for the uh masters of land and sea event has some missions that reward battle points um you can also get them from the 10th of june uh from the daily region rotation which is although it's daily region rotation the regions rotate weekly 
the battles you can do daily, but don't rotate daily. Someone explained that name to me, but it's fine. Um, daily regional rotation battles starting on the 10th of June. Uh, the first week will be Kanto-themed, so your Kanto sync pairs uh, will get a bonus to their strength in battle. Uh, we get to discover whether that will also boost the rewards you get, uh, but get your Kanto pairs, pairs prepped for two weeks' time. Amazing. Thank you very much, Emmett. Um, now we shall talk about the one thing everybody's been waiting for. And that is, that is, the one, the only, Maxi. So yeah, yeah. here we go. Crazy, we got... crazy luck for you before the stream, uh, where you finally got your hands on Maxi and Groudon, a brand new uh, Master Fair. So Groudon, <laughs> to be honest... Uh, it's filling the one new... type that you know we've needed the longest <laughs> yeah sets a new precedent for ground types in the game um very very strong pair fantastic stats lovely sync grid uh master passive as well um which we'll talk about in a minute very strong sync pair all round uh highly recommend if you can get your hands on him uh it's a great sync pair all around it's it's an absurd sync pair it's probably one of the best units in the game just looking at it, like precipice blades being a, a four bar sort of aoe ground type move you know die hit with, with grid later on we'll talk about can basically get your maximum crit straight away yep. expand the land just basically giving you plus three attack by you know all means um straight away amazing especially with the super effective up um buff solar beam great coverage um and I guess sync move is not weakened by anything. It's just a straight up big old sync move. <laughs> great, it's great it's super interesting. Um, we'll talk about Groudon in, in detail, but um, it's a kit that very much is is designed to deal ridiculous damage out the gate. Uh, dire hit, as we said, from the grid will give you plus three in a single turn. And the nice thing about um, Expand the Land is it also gives you super effective up. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can launch a Precipice Blades a little earlier than uh, you might otherwise take advantage of that. Pairs very nicely with Brendan. Uh, Groudon in its passives, which you can now see. Um, Sunburst creates uh, the Sunny Day, Sunny Day effect, uh, the moment it enters the battle. Uh, Solar Surge 3 charges the move gauge quickly and powers up moves when the weather's sunny. And Drought Alert 5 extends the time the weather is sunny. Uh, Brendan has some wonderful things in its sync grid uh, to boost it in the sun. Uh, and I think with Solar Beam on Groudon plus Brendan as a grass-type striker, it's very, very good in that respect as well. Um, do you know who else appreciates the hell out of um, Groudon? Go for it. Uh, we just got the sync pair recently. I was going to say Leon, but you're going to tell me otherwise. A rerun. Oh, uh, hello. Yes. Yeah, and the nice thing about Ho-Oh is that its sync move has solarized, so it will reset the sun and keep it keep it going, which is really nice. Um, the the really interesting thing about this pair is it's a master fair, and the master passive uh, called ho and Pride uh, boosts damage um, based on the number of sync pairs in your team uh, all the way up to a whopping 50%. Uh, so it starts at 20% and works up to 50% for physical moves only. Um, and also uh, damage reduction from physical moves uh, at a maximum of 31%. Uh, the base of that is 25. Really, really strong pair. Uh, obviously, that um, physical attack boost is great for Precipice Blades. doesn't work for Solar Beam, um, but it, you're likely running a, a different striker in the grass uh, if you need to as well. And it's just a an all-round, very, very powerful sync pair. Lots of great things in its grid, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, lots of good sync pairs who can run alongside it. Uh, super, super exciting. Do you know which sync pair I think people are going to be sleeping on? Which I pulled on earlier. Um, um, a Hoenn sync pair. That's going to be a great teammate for Groudon. Uh, are you going to say Phoebe? Yes, indeed. Yeah, the really nice thing about Groudon is it, the only thing it really lacks, it can get itself to plus six. It's uh, plus six attack and plus three crit very quickly, but appreciates some move gauge regeneration. Um, it does uh, consume a lot of gauge. Obviously, the the um, quickly charging in the sun is helpful, 
um, and does make a bit of a difference, but it is a very gauge-hungry sync pair. Um, that is rectified somewhat in the grid. There's a move gauge refresh on Precipice Blades, but really that's kind of what you're working with. And not only can Phoebe and Dusclops, Dust Noir, uh, not only can they um, replenish the move gauge, they also boost attack as well. Well, and um, so well, you just give him crit as well, crit support as well. You know, don't have to waste turns on yeah. like, getting his crit up. Yeah, very true. Yeah, so we're we're quite we're quite blessed. And you know, there's one other pair that you know you'll never admit to liking or you know um, using. But now Zinnia is back in the frame, people. Zinnia and Rayquaza. Yeah, they are a home super. That's good. Outrage so remember, she, is real hard. Yeah, she's she's also got weather stuff in her grid as well. Yeah, uh, and true. now she's going to be getting absurd power boost because of the the master passive. So that's good. Which, might explain, which yes. might explain why we all thought Zinnia got a very rough deal in her original secret expansion. Let's go! I'm so happy, dude. I'm so happy. Um, but it's, I was going to say it's probably not crazy to speculate that. Kyogre will be a water and special counterpart to Groudon. So where Groudon has boost to physical damage, Kyogre has boosts to um, special damage. Where Groudon summons the sun and has sun boosts, Kyogre does the same thing for water. Yeah, we will be talking about that next week in, in greater detail uh, once they've released the pair. But yep. very exciting time. Very exciting time. Um, yeah. Let's have a look at the grid. There's, there's a few multipliers in here. Um, We've also obviously talked about Critical Eye 1 for Dire Hit, which basically makes you plus 3 crit straight away. Um, we've got Super super Duper Effective 1, which is a good, a good multiplier. What, what else catches your eye? Um, some really interesting stuff with the, the Sun Up. So, uh, and I'm just reminding myself. So, Expand the Land, um, giving you some help, HP regeneration, which is helpful. Uh, and also, the uh, Critical Strike on Solar Beam. Uh, super helpful. Uh, prevent it's um, in the sun. It can be prevented from flinching, being confused or trapped. Really useful for the AOE flinching that you sometimes get from Twister uh, and other moves like that. Or Rock Slide, a very common one in Champion Stadium. Uh, power up for the sync move when it's sunny. Um, similar to the kind of thing that uh, Brendan has. Uh, Solar Power 5. Uh, and I think that's everything. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um... Yeah, you, you talk about solar proportional proportion uh, with the reduce. Oh yeah, a chance to accelerate like, the yeah. um, sync can down as well. Not massive, but you know, a little, little something there. It all adds up. Yeah, uh, yeah. His solar, his solar fucking uh, sync grid is looking mental. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah, really interesting that a one five, uh, as has been the trend recently for many sync grids, you get nothing. <laughs> You're very bitter about poor, poor. The only, the only interesting tile you get at one five is dire hit plus refresh, mm. which is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only time you'd use something like a die hit refresh is like when you're trying to waste turns to get your sync, isn't it? Yeah, or maybe if you want to use Groudon in Villa. Yeah. Hey yo. There we go. That's the sync pair. We're going to move on to our next segment. A very special episode of it, actually, or a special uh, version of it, is TCG as easy as one, two, three. Um, I forgot to press the little button thing, Majigs. Here we go. So the English set is going to be called Evolving Skies, which is coming out in August, and it's going to contain uh, the EV Heroes set. But we've got the full set listing in front of us. Should we have a little gander of it? We definitely should. So that, that's the EV right there. Very nice looking EV. Look at the Rayquaza overhead as well. I love it when there are Pokemon in the background of mm. um, Pokemon cards. Amazing. We've got Smeagol. Meowth. Nice. Dude, that Smeagol is, is broken. Like, crazy broken. <laughs> go, go on. So it gets... It does a base 30 damage for a double colorless energy, but gains 30 more damage for every different type of energy card in your hand. Mm. So if you have five or six energy diff types in your hand, which is not unreasonable given the amount of draw acceleration and stuff you can get in the, in, uh, the current meta, you could easily hit for 210 damage upwards for a double colorless energy on a basic Pokemon 
that you only get one prize for defeating. It's so good. Dude, who's in the background of this? Uh, oh, it's Raichu. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Levani with a little sea waddle. That's really cute. Um, I've just realized I should probably share my screen with you, shouldn't I? You're a bit no, you're fine. Me. You're fine. I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. Cool. Um, what else are we looking at? Araquanid. You've probably got like a sandy ghast over there. Oh, they're, they're just such, such a cute design. Like, I really appreciate... I, re that I just really appreciate the fact they've got other Pokemon in these cards. That's mm -hmm. so cool. It's interesting that this Flareon's part of the Ichigeki set as well. Ichigeki. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, that, is, that is single strike. Like what? This Entei card is looking unbelievable. Just absolutely insane. Yeah, you said this was one of those cards that you wanted to go out and just buy standalone. Yeah, standalone. Look at it. Incredible. Uh, you got Vaporeon over there. Now, this is one of my other favorites in this this set. Look at this freaking Meryl. Ah, uh, look at the little peek of blue. Zero. Nine time. Actually, it's a lovely looking set, I must say. This this Mudkip is amazing as well. A Sandy Gast again in the background. Ah. Uh. The Swampert's okay. I don't think it's anything special. It's still Swampert. Hmm. You got Feebas just dodging all these Pokeballs. <laughs> uh, you got Milotic. Now, this is one of my favorite Pokemon, but I don't think the design of this is all that either. Um, not vivid enough, I don't think. Um, and here we go. This is another card that I need to get. It might look, it might look cool as the hollow. Mm, I need this card, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Glaceon looks great. Uh, you got the Glaceon VMAX, which is okay. The VMAX looks okay. Uh, you got Pikachu over there, just in some fields, doing his Pikachu thing. Raichu, and, and who's with Raichu there? Uh, that is... I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, oh, Rotom. And uh, who else? Is that Sawaddle in Sa the background? Sawaddle, Waddle. Nice. Sawaddle, Waddle, Waddle. You got this dope Voltorb, very artistic kind of looking Voltorb. The Electrode reminds me of the original base set Electrode. Yes. In design. Which is a callback and a half. Uh, this is a very cool looking card because of the colours in the background, you know. It looks like it's in the Charged Stone Cave. Oh, yeah. Um, got another Rotom with kind of look, looking... Um, kind of like a drawn Rotom. That's Root yeah. 4. That's Galar Route 4. What, this? I think so. <laughs> That's very specific. Now, this is a very cool looking card because it's got like a realistic water background and it's sort of claymation yes. looking Tynamo. They do those cards sometimes where I guess they make th 3D models and then yeah. put them on a twig or a field and take a photo. It's cool. <laughs> twig or a field. This might be yeah, the most for things. forgotten second stage Pokemon ever or first stage Pokemon ever for me. I can never remember it exists. Yeah, I always electric. think electric. Yeah, Tynamo. It's it's an electric eel, so you just put the two words together. Yeah, but I always think it just goes from here to here. You know, there's no Tynamo, electric, yeah. and electros. We've got this Espeon in the sunlight yeah, by people, the trees in the Espeon. background. People love Espeon. Yeah, We've got Flip Baby over here. Oh, this is a very nice looking card. Floet with all these little petals going everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you've got Florges, which looks okay. It looks like um, it's spreading its petals over into this card. AZ would be happy. <laughs> he would be. And you've got Sylveon in, in, in some flower fields and whatnot. And then you've got Sylveon v -Max. I like Sylveon, lad. Makes me think of Pokemon Snap. <laughs> uh, you've got Sandy Gast over here. And you've got this. What, what was it? Sandy Gas Evolution. What was it called? Palo Sand. Palo Sand, yeah. Like Pile of Sand. <laughs> um, Marshadow. 
who's okay. He's fine. He's just there punching. Cows. I like that it's rapid strike. That's yeah. cool. Uh, Indeedy, one of your favorite Pokemon. Uh, VGC, anyway. This punch I'm looking, yep. looking just ten out of ten for me. Is it is it bad that the female Indeedy is the one cleaning the house? Have we not oh, progressed God. from that oh, Pokemon? Oh, what have you done? Don't look at me. I didn't print the card. <laughs> this 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 Umbreon here. Wow, what a card. Yeah, one of my favorite from the the set actually, especially of the, the all the Eevee ones. Mm, it looks so. That's Spikemouth. That's Spikemouth Stadium. Is it? <laughs> I bet you're just like just pulling it out of your ass right now. Probably. No, no, no. It's the Spikemouth has got all those barricaded shops. You know, and you have to walk down that whole corridor to get to the gym, and then you walk all the way back. Yeah, you're stretching. <laughs> I'm not. I guarantee that's Spikemouth Stadium. Uh, we've got Zoro over here. And Zorark, which is kind of, I can, I can see the hollow looking really cool for this card. Um, oh, there's a substitute over here. I like this card. The substitute. Yeah. I mean, this whole entire line is just uninteresting to me, to be honest with you. It's fine. I mean, he's kind of looking like Eren from Attack on Titan, but like, apart from that. Mm. I'm angrily sending you the Spikemouth <laughs> image to prove my innocence. <laughs> um, look, look at this. Kangaskhan's doing some martial arts. Dude, what happened to Mega Kangaskhan? Uh, got too broken, and like VGC <laughs> people complained about it too much, and now it's just non-existent. <sighs> Again, we see this EV card with the Rayquaz in the background. Super cute. Yeah. Um, and then we've got all these trainer cards. Yeah, a bunch of them specific to the evolutions. Uh, so, a lady. One, one for the Kanto Geordie. trio. One for the uh, Johto pair. One for Sylveon specifically, and one for the Sinnoh pair. Very cool looking. Very cool looking. Um. So yeah, those are the uh, EV heroes set, and here's the secret rares. Ooh, look at this. <laughs> So these are the only cards that Rahul will pull, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, look at this, like, Leafeon in the Autumn. Full art. That it's... looks, it does, it looks a lot like an Illumina uh, Leafeon. Got like, if you hit Leafeon with an Illumina Orb. That's what I mean. Why are you hitting Pokemon? Why am I what? Hitting Pokemon. It's, a, it's an orb. It doesn't hurt them in any way. Allegedly, Your Honor. <laughs> I, I, I maintain that hitting them in the face with a fluff fruit is way worse, but apparently it's so soft they barely notice it, yet still get angry enough to try and attack me. What's up with that? Uh, you got this Flareon by the fire. Very, I love cool the really... Level. I love that they've got, like, the scenic... They're my favourites, the ones where it's, like, in a, in a little scene. I just want this card because of the cup of tea in the background, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Represent. God, thanks. Um, you got Vaporeon over here. And then you got Vaporeon under the sea with all the coral and whatever. Now where it's wetter. <laughs> um, I like this Glaceon card because it looks like it's behind like purple crystals and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, but this is one as well I'll, I'll need to get because it's just, you know, as everybody knows, Glaceon's my favorite Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Ice type anyway, evolution. And. Yeah. That card's going to be pricey. I, well, some prices are meant to be paid, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you got uh, Jolteon. This Jolteon's really cool. In the city at night. Just, you know. Yeah, the contrast thing. is great. Mm. You got Espeon and Espeon amongst books. Psychic Pokemon. It's like yeah, using its psychic to mess around with the books. And if you look closely, there's like a AV book down here. And you've got like a Ditto book over here. I like all the little Easter eggs. Yeah, very, very cool. And you've got Sylveon, just being Sylveon. Um, and then Sylveon in a patisserie. Uh, you're going to tell me now this is in Galar as well. <laughs> just because it's got uh... some cakes in there. 
I mean, there there is a cafe in in many of the cities of Kalar that looks a lot like. There's that. a cafe around the world, dude. <laughs> Doesn't mean listen, be dude. In you, Birmingham or some shit. <laughs> you <laughs> look at the image of Spikemouth and tell me I'm wrong, and then I'll I'll. Dude, I'll send you an image of East London and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, but Spikemouth is based on East. Oh, no, yeah, God. that's fair. That's fair. They're both shields. You know what? I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> oh. Um, this Espion card's looking really cool, but let's let's talk about probably the card of the set, bro. <laughs> like whoever designed this card, give give him like a pay rise, because yeah. that is phenomenal. That is Dude, absolutely Snarl, phenomenal. Pinsir, all the the thug Pokemon. Just looking up at the Espion behind the moon, Espion looking down very menacingly. Oh, Incredible. Uh, you got Aroma I'm saying Lady. Espeon, you mean Umbreon, right? Sorry, Umbreon. Sorry. Yeah, you, go. you got Aroma Lady uh, Full Art. You got Geordie Full Art. Um, you got this Vmax Rainbow, and this is what I mean. Like, I'd be kind of mad if I pulled these rainbows instead of this. Yeah, I I get it. I totally get it. I'll be happy, but then at the same time, like, oh, oh <laughs> it's not the one I wanted. I'll be um, interested to see because the the rainbow ones are the maxes and the other ones are just the V's. Mm -hmm. So I'd be interested to see which end up being more valuable. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the one I want is just dirt cheap for some reason. Uh, but it won't I love be. that leafy on V Max. Yeah, you were saying you really like it. it contrasted against the barn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh damn. It's like on an ice rink or something with Marils, Azumarils, you got Pancham, Pikachu. Oh yeah, it's made like a little uh, I'm going to stop talking for fear of spoilers. Um, and a Feebus in the background. It's super cute. Um, you got Sylveon, Rainbow, and then this... Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. This Sylveon uh, VMAX is something else. You've got Multiple EVs are on the place. You got the Floet, you got the Marshadow, just like uh, using um, one of yeah. Uh, Sylveon knows it's special. Run. It knows it's special. And then you've got like Vaporeon just chilling out. That's wow. Uh, you got another Rainbow Umbreon, but again, Rainbow Umbreon, or would you want this? Yeah, I get your point. And then you got Rainbow Flower Girl, Aroma Girl, and then you got Rainbow Geordie. And then you've got a uh, shiny Inteleon. Yeah, gold Inteleon. Yeah. Uh, you've got whatever the hell this thing is. Looks like honey. Looks like a grenade. Honey grenade. We'll call it honey grenade. I think. Uh, I'm going to check what that is. Um, I, I did remember looking at it and then I forgot. It's a figure shake. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Turfield Stadium over here. And then we've got this golden energy. Imagine having like fifteen of these in your deck. So in black and white, the base black and white set, there were hollow energy cards, and those are still incredibly popular. Mm. So what are we uh, the thing this... you're looking at? It's a vigor shake. Yes. What are we rating yeah. this set? Uh, do you know what the? I wasn't nuts for it until I saw. Um, the some of the common cards that have got like other Pokemon in the background and are super interesting, and then the artistic EV cards. It's a great set. Mm -hmm. I really like them. I was not. I was definitely not sold on the just the basic um, V and V maxes because that was mm -hmm. what was originally released. But mm -hmm. these other card, card designs are phenomenal. It's a great mm -hmm. set. Cool. And so that's been uh, TCG as easy as one two three. We are now going to move on to our next segment. Don't hit Pokemon <laughs> Um, It's the unknown, unknown, unknown fact of the week with Amit. But there are lots of ways to catch Pokemon. We're probably familiar with most of them. You can throw a Pokeball. You can draw circles around them. You can uh, defeat a Japanese warlord and claim it as your own. Uh, but did you know, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, 
uh, when you set up camp, you can kill your Pokemon, Pokemon now and bring it back to your camp. <laughs> if your Pokemon love you enough, when you are in your own Pokemon camp, other wild Pokemon can show up and will ask to join your party. Oh my god, that's like the Isle of Azul or whatever in like uh, Sun and Moon. Super specific. Yeah, it is a bit like that. Um, but basically, you need to have a Pokemon in your party of level uh, friendship level five, uh, which is the maximum. Uh, you'll know if that's the case because they land critical hits every single time they attack, pretty much. Um, and if you have them in your camp, uh, you can actually encounter wild Pokemon while exploring your camp in that view where you can play with toys and stuff. The Pokemon will approach you, ask to join your party, and will default into a Pokeball. If you don't have any, then Great Ball or Ultra Ball. Um, but we'll we'll join your team. I mean, I I can has the Pokeballs and the Pokemans. That's a cool. Yeah, fact. it's just it's just one of those things that I guess if you don't spend a lot of time using the camp uh, in Sword and Shield uh, and maybe haven't got your Curry decks, it's probably something you wouldn't have run into. Um, question. But the yes, can you get shiny Pokemon? So this is the interesting thing: the Pokemon that um, spawn are pulled from the uh, location, like from that location's Pokemon encounter table. Uh, not specific to the encounter method. So you can actually find Pokemon uh, that would normally appear in the grass or maybe drop from a tree uh, in your camp. And I, I don't know if it's actually happened, but in theory, they can be shiny because they are pulling from the the standard table. Oh, Coolio's in Glacius. Thank you very much, buddy. Yeah. Um, and we shall move on to our very next segment. Amit, where the Helioptile is Pokemon Sleep? Alright, here's the thing. Now that we know you can encounter Pokemon by camping in Galar, maybe what we need to do to find Pokemon Sleep is go to sleep in a tent. And if we sleep in a tent for long enough, eventually uh, Mushana or someone else will show up. Probably Mushana, because let's face it, that is... Uh, the Pokemon Sleep mascot at the moment. And if you if it asks to join your party, you can be like, hang on a second, Mushana. You can join my party, but only if you give me Pokemon Sleep first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, when you hear yourself say that back, you're going to be just like head in hand. Just like, what? No, so I'm, I'm all for it. I'm doubling down. You go camp. You camp. <laughs> Wherever you want to in the UK, because it's based on Galar, Mushana shows up and he's like, oh, you look so cool. I want to join your party. And then you just go, hang on a second. Give me Pokemon Sleep first. That sounds like such a bad euphemism. I don't want to... Kids, don't ask your parents to send you camping. Okay, camping is the most boring thing you could probably do. Do not do it. All right. We're gonna do I have been... 46 episodes, I've been trying to crack the Pokemon Sleep enigma. This is the closest I've come to... In 46 weeks. What, asking <laughs> or soliciting yeah, Pokemon go, for their go services? Camp, go, camp, go camp in the UK, wherever you want to go, oh wait till God. the wild Pokemon show up, and then bully them into giving you Pokemon sleep. Oh, God. That's, yeah. No, you need consent, kids. Do not do not bully Pokemon to give you Pokemon sleep. Uh, keep it consensual, please. Um, Just throw fluff fruit at them. Apparently and, that's fine. If I can, please don't camp in Spikeworth. You'll get robbed. Or stabbed or both um so yeah <laughs> well uh, that's probably not where we're going to get pokemon sleep but it's a good theory anyway how dare you <laughs> oh god hey mushana give me some pokemon sleep that's just guys this has been the pokemon this, Rumble the podcast the chat are all for it can i just have the chat all for it like why don't we all go camping with our ds and pokemon go and play gen yeah this is it this is what we need to do sure feel free to get camping feel free get to camping. and then we need to go take a piss or a dump have fun with that guys i'll be laughing wow way from to bring it down <laughs> yeah i'll be laughing from my home <laughs> this i may or may not be getting royalties from various tent companies <laughs> Mushan is to be like, is that a tent or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> just... oh my god. You were editing the podcast, you ruined it. What are you doing? <laughs> it's your fault. It's the way you said it. <laughs> I didn't take it there. Wow. <laughs> you knew what you were doing. <laughs> Good lord. And uh, and that's been the Pokey Ramble podcast. <laughs> 
we will we'll be back next week if uh, Kamel survives the beating I'm about to give him offline. Um, as a reminder, unfortunately, you cannot find us on YouTube at the moment. We're putting oh, up yeah. a new YouTube channel, um, but we will let you guys know when that's done. In the meantime, don't forget to check us out on Anchor. Uh, sorry, on Spotify and all the other good podcast platforms. Uh, you can email us at the brand new email address, thepokyramble at gmail.com. That's thepokyramble at gmail.com. I've been the Frontier Brain. He's not allowed to talk ever again. Uh, and that's it. Thank you guys for uh, for joining us. Anything you want to say before we wrap up? Um, I'll, I'll end the podcast here. Uh, we're still uh, on pokyrumble.com, so so visit visit, 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 visit yeah. us over there. 